Welcome to Nacho Fitness Coach. I'm Sarah, the expert. And I'm Kaylee, the beginner. Join us as we discuss fitness culture from our two very different perspectives. So grab yourself a protein shake or a glass of wine and let's get started. So Kaylee, if I say the words skinny fat, what comes to mind? My life. (laughs) My entire existence up to this point in my life. I don't know why it still like surprises me like the things that come out as answers to <laughs> questions like I wasn't expecting that at all and they just <laughs> I'm sure somebody will have something to say about this topic yeah because might. I'm sure I'll probably it'll probably be offensive to somebody well, everyone's so freaking soft anymore that okay. it's just like okay well, well we're gonna go there we're gonna talk about it because yeah. it's a thing yeah you can call it whatever you want it's skinny fat. It is skinny fat. Right. It will forever be skinny fat. You can be a size zero mm-hmm. and your body fat percentage mm-hmm. cannot be healthy. Right. But on the outside, people are like, oh yeah, you're just you're tiny. I think that's a thing I've always kind of like known in the back of my mind is that like skinny does not equal healthy. Right. But for me, it's always been, I've never battled weight really, I guess until I hit like 35. I've always been skinny. I always kind of use that as an excuse to be like, the rules don't really apply to me. Um, well, they hadn't until that. They really that point, hadn't, you know. But was I healthy? No. Well, I mean, judging by the amount of Mountain Dew that you probably consumed over those. That was judgy. Decade. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, listen. All right. I, love, I think I got through high school on Mountain Dew. Okay. That's good. Hmm. You just kept going from there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good choice, though. Good choice. <laughs> No, and I would say as a kid, I mean, we, I didn't grow up eating, you know, healthy dinners, healthy meals in general. You know, you had your school lunches. You know, I would say my mom was kind of more of, you know, growing up in the 90s, we weren't doing grilled chicken and veggies. That really dates me too, because I would have said you were growing up in the 80s. Uh, (laughs) You said growing up in the 90s. uh, It's like, oh, uh, well. You're not, so are you not a millennial? No. So I am technically the first year of a millennial, but there's like this micro generation between the gen X's and the millennials of like seven years that I am officially like in because it describes me perfectly. So sidebar, but it is. Yes. No. Mm -hmm. And you know, back then it wasn't, and and, you know, not no shade to my mom or whatever, but it was goulash. It was, you know, what's wrong with goulash? I mean, that, I mean, that's a pretty hardcore. Texture like, wise, there's a lot. Well, wrong. that's true. You would not appreciate the goulash. <laughs> well, we I don't need to go through, into like, that. And that was when a lot of food started coming out where it was the Pop-Tarts, the cereal. Yeah. You look at all yeah. the stuff that was typical breakfast items back mm-hmm. then, which are still super delicious. Yeah. But that was the start of my day every day. Yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't say I grew up eating particularly healthy, carrying over into taking care of myself as an adult. Didn't eat particularly healthy. Didn't work. But you out. were getting away with it though, right? Because you yeah, weren't really I wasn't, seeing that it was, I was changing skinny. anything. Yeah, I was skinny. I've always been skinny. You know, I've and I've never checked into like what's my body fat percentage. I've never cared. Right. I never had because your care. scale weight stayed pretty consistent. Yeah. Your genes, because I mean, genes can be a really good indicator mm-hmm. of you know how you're maybe like changing, right? Because mm-hmm. well, old school genes weren't very forgiving. Now yeah. the jeggings are, yep. they're not quite as fair yeah. because you can give and take a little bit, but like right. traditional old school jeans. Right. Well, and they, there was the phase with the, I don't know how you, how old you were with the, <laughs> say it, the low rise. 
Oh yeah. That was college. Okay. Yeah. High school. Bend over us. and yeah, it was just yeah. Bad choices were made. Really bad. All across choices. the board. <laughs> it wasn't our fault. That's no. what I keep telling myself. What was your favorite brand of jeans back then? Mm, I've always been American Eagle. Oh, all right. Uh, up until probably last five years. And then we'd just switch. Yeah, I'm the to? kind of person that like when I I mean ADHD, when I find something that works for me. I'm going to buy that for the next 10 years. Okay. So I wore American Eagle jeans. Forever. Forever. I stopped. I stopped. <laughs> like, now everyone in the world just wears athleisure wear. Well, and now you can't. So apparently skinny jeans aren't in anymore. They went out with the side part. I can't keep up on these things. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. What? So skinny jeans are no longer. Th- it's the mom jeans. jeans, right? Skinny jeans are out. Side parts are out. Well, I did know that one because they were making fun of, yeah. Which Um, I can pull the middle part. So I can't keep up with it all. I can't either. But what's what's the skinny jeans getting replaced with now? Flares. We're going back to flares. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going back to the flares. No. So are they going to be made from like the jeggings material? Are we going to go back to like the old school unforgiving Mm -hmm. denim? I I mean, I I haven't crossed over. I am either leggings or... Skinny yeah. jeans. I'll probably be about five years behind this trend, probably. And then eventually I'll maybe catch up and it'll be like totally fine. I don't judge you. I mean, that. that's just the way that we roll. <laughs> so I I went through a silver jeans oh, okay, kick yeah. where I had every, like in college, I probably had 20 different pairs of silver jeans because they had very different styles and, yeah. you know, just would go and that was where I was at. Yeah. So anyway, Pepe. Do you remember the Pepe jeans? No. No, that was, you were too young. I'm very young. like elementary school. I'm very oh, young. Yeah, yeah. Yo, Alan remembers the Pepe jeans. I remember for Christmas. Jinkos. I, got, I remember Jinkos. That was a little sixth grade. Those? The big, wide. I, I didn't wear them. Oh, well, the, no. The big, not. wide, like straight leg. I mean, not, not even straight leg. They were like the, the bell bottom. Well, the wide flare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wide. Like super wide flare. Oh, I must have missed that. When did you think that that, when did you say that I was, was in like sixth grade? Yeah, I missed that stage then, I guess. I don't remember those. Limp yeah, Biscuit? Yeah, yeah, Limp Biscuit. Yeah. Oh, I do know she Limp goes. Biscuit. So, okay. Now I'm like, I don't think I ever went there though. I never had a pair of those. But those, you know, you'd be able to move around stuff a little bit. Anyway. Okay. So we went from skinny fat <laughs> to skinny jeans. <laughs> so, I mean, it kind of like transitioned just fine. So but, skinny fat. Because it's, you know, jeans have always been the one mm-hmm. thing that. That really measures your. out Like how your actual size. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yep. So, and it's evolved because now they're stretchy. But yeah, that was, you know, years ago, mm-hmm. you used to keep that one pair of jeans that you're like, oh, I just want to get back to like those jeans. Mm-hmm. Those are my ones from high school or yeah. whatever. Some significant yep. period of time in your life that that was like your goal. I mean, and I would say I was always like in the American Eagle jeans. I was always in like a. A, a six yeah then i at some point went up to an eight fine there pre-kids or post-kids mm, pre okay a little bit so it started um, after i up. had my first daughter i we've talked about how i just got like super skinny way skinny i was probably back down to a six if not smaller and then it was and here's here's my testimony that's <laughs> where everything turned around this is why we're sitting here right now. right okay was because last summer not so not even a year ago i was up to a size like oh, 12 10 on a good day you were yeah oh. i got a big badonka donk well there's nothing wrong with that no you have not, some junk in the it, trunk it, it adds to you know definitely the jeans situation oh for sure else it's, yep i've always liked my butt 
It's always been there. It's always been reliable, mm-hmm. consistent, nice That's, big butt. Yeah. But when I start gaining weight, yeah, like the thighs, it, it gains and legs, weight oh, first, well, yes. and then the, okay. the thighs for sure. So what happened last summer was like, you know, I've had my two kids. I'm not having any more kids. I realized I was, you know, getting into the 12 size, which there's nothing wrong with a size 12 at no. all. Um, it was not a weight or a size that I had ever been. And so it was, it made me stop and evaluate where I was going. You know, I'm getting up, creeping towards 40. Not quite there yet. No, you still got a few years left. <laughs> Thanks for rubbing that one. <laughs> it's no big deal, but, but you I know, I'm not tell. there yet. And to be honest with you, you don't know this. I'm just going to tell you this right now. Yeah. Was you and I were playing, to, or our kid, we weren't playing together. Our kids were playing <laughs> together one day. And you had just like taken a picture of me with one of the kids. Yeah. Cute. You know, one of my yeah. kids, whatever. You sent it to me after the play date. And it was like, all I could see was my thighs. Oh. Massive. You probably didn't notice it. Cause no, I just, I see your, I mean, I would yeah, see you're like, here's see a cute the, picture of you and your whole daughter. Day. Yeah, for sure. And I was like, oh, I have to do something. What I had already done was I had already just kind of like settled into like, you, you know what? This is just going to be the size that I am. I went out and bought shorts that were just bigger because I was tired of feeling like shit trying to squeeze into my size eight shorts. Right. So it was not comfortable. Did the thing, went out, bought the bigger shorts. And that's when I started running and I've lost what? 20 pounds. Yeah. Since last summer. Yep. Back down to a, I don't even, I don't know. I don't even know because I only wear leggings. Because <laughs> now you've officially like crossed over. No, I just wear now it. you're like, I'm a runner now and all I do is wear his leggings. So, you know, I don't even know what it'd be like to go back and be like a regular person But again. I did take out those shorts the other night. Oh, you shorts did? shorts that I bought last night. <gasps> oh, summer. did you put them on? And they were size 12. Yeah. And I put them on. They probably slid right down, didn't they? They don't fit at all. Do you have a picture of you in those shorts from last summer Not, somewhere do you well, think probably jeremy maybe snapped a picture or something and sure, you got him take pictures of me. <laughs> <laughs> i probably have but maybe I, I did you, maybe i did i like sent a you that picture of me from oklahoma yeah that oh, was yeah, the side by side that was two years okay it was the same like the same picture and it wasn't even meant to be a weight comparison sure picture. no it was just we had we were down at the quarry there was this funny like truck seat that two years ago I had taken sitting on the it was truck still seat sitting the there quarry. yeah we were back there a couple weeks ago and I was like oh the seat's here we're here let's do it took the picture and I was like night and day difference I'm not, like withering away yeah right <laughs> well <laughs> well I'm just getting back to where I was a long time ago but it was re- that was really shocking to see I mean I knew I'd lost weight but see that side um, by side but the you know the things that I wasn't doing before was you know, getting enough sleep, drinking enough water, watching what I'm eating. I've never had to watch what I eat ever. Right. Yeah. I never even really understood what that meant. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. They're like, oh, I can't have the cake. A what? lot. Yeah. What do you mean? Just eat the cake. It never did anything to me. Right. Until it did. And um, then it snuck up and all of a sudden it was like, wait a second, what's going on? So, I mean, like while I lost about 20 pounds, I think I probably would have been 20 pounds if, you know, give or take more by now right had yeah, I not if you made the changes that I had made yeah and just the simple life changes like I was slowly a, over two years I was on an upward <laughs> well and I feel like a lot of people hit that moment where you're just like you're like I've got a fork in the road like for mm-hmm. me it was it, I used to travel a lot for my job mm-hmm. and so I spent a lot of time in airports I lived in hotel rooms because I would pack my suitcase uh-huh. on you know Monday or Tuesday I'd be gone through the week 
I'd come back. And that was the moment for me sitting in airports and I'd be in like my business suit, which are equally restrictive as yeah. jeans. Yep. And I would watch people flashing forward, you know, 20, 30 years. They had probably been doing that their whole careers. Yeah. And winded as they would get to like the next jet bridge. Yeah. Or you would see the people walking back and forth, the business people. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking, oh my goodness, is that my, is that my path that I'm going down? Right. Is that the life? Like if I don't do something, that's what is, I think the lifestyle is hard is it's not sure. necessarily where am I at now? Because I could have lived like that. I, w- I could have been fine. Yeah. But it's where, yeah, where is, if I keep going like this, where is this going to mm-hmm. take me? And is, and is that a thing I'm willing to live with? Right. For me, it, it wasn't. Yeah. So. It wasn't for me either. I just had that moment where it was these habits or this lifestyle is very easily going to take me down that path. Yeah. So what am I going to do to become more aware of the things that I can do differently mm-hmm. and start making just some of those changes in the things that I order, where mm-hmm. I'm eating, how much I'm moving, yep. You know, instead of sitting in the hotel at night working on my computer, spending 30 to 45 minutes getting down to the gym, whatever it is, just moving Yep. and um, sleeping, water, stress. And I get frustrated because I get frustrated because I didn't, I didn't, I don't have this foundation of, you know, health, wellness, and fitness. I've never been immersed in this world until now. Yeah. I've never cared. I never had to. Yeah. So to get into it now, this, you know late to the game is frustrating because, you know, you're just starting from scratch. It's never too late to start. It's not too and late that's, to start. I think I do hear that a lot. Because I would rather do it now 100%. at 37 years old than do it in 20 years, you know. And even then, if you're doing it in 20 years, it's if never too late, too late to start. Absolutely it's never not. too late to start. So, But it's harder. It gets harder, you know. It, Am I wrong? The longer you keep with your current lifestyle, of yeah. course, it's harder to break habits. Yeah. But, you know, you can change and it's never too late to take a look at all the different areas of your life and change. Like you don't have to be that person that's, well, I have to choose a ground floor room because I don't have to take the steps. Right. Right. Like take the steps, Mm -hmm. keep your leg strength going, like keep doing that. You know, you've got grandkids or even kids, Mm -hmm. like keep picking them up, move them around. You know, they're built in weights that you can incorporate Mm -hmm. activity into your everyday life. Yep. Those make a difference yep. for sure. You know, so when we look at like the actual definition of skinny fat. So mm-hmm. we've talked a lot about overall size. Yeah. Because for you, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. You stayed pretty much in the same size, your clothes, and yep. you're like, it's totally fine. So, you know, that also kind of leads us into like body composition, which we'll probably save for another, another whole episode because, yeah. you know, it mentioned body fat percentage. And so if you look at your body fat percentage, it's like what part of my overall weight is fat versus muscle, bones, organs, all the fun Mm -hmm. things. And so, you know, you can be small in your exterior, but your body fat percentage can get into an unhealthy range. Um, and that's, that's what a lot of people you don't see. So when you reference skinny fat, that's, you know, you're feeling kind of squishy, Mm -hmm. small, not super firm. Yep. And, and I've never been, you know, obviously I've never been muscular or toned or anything like that. It was always just small, you know, skinny, tiny, like whatever. But well, and there is some research or just information that will back up if we take a look at ideal weight. So if you take a look at, I tell people 
what did you weigh when you graduated high school? Because it's a, a moment in life that most people can take themselves back to yeah. and remember kind of what that period of time was like. But your ideal weight is typically somewhere between the ages of 16 and 20, where you were at in there. And so um, it's interesting because this story first came to me. My grandma was always a daytime TV watcher. Mm-hmm. And so she was watching, I think, Dr. Oz or something at some point, which I could get on a whole nother soapbox about Dr. Oz, but um, <laughs> for another episode, that's for another episode too. But you know, he had done this, I think it was him or someone on daytime TV did this episode where they talked about the weight that you should be at the rest of your life is from eight, what you were weighing when you were 18. And I kind of ran that by a few people and I ran mm-hmm. it through somebody that's really super experienced, you know, 40 years in the industry has done a ton of research, all the things. And I kind of retold that story and he's like, it's not just 18. Your ideal body weight is in this four year range of your life. And, but yes, there is an ideal weight that you have for your body. And so a lot of times that's a good starting point for people. If you're like, I don't really know what I should weigh. Hmm. It's like, well, how far are you off from where you were when you graduated high school? Cause it kind of like is right in the middle. It's something usually people kind of will remember Mm -hmm. around that period in time in life. And so for me, that was always the number I tried to get back to that. I feel like my body's healthy for like, have you got back started to having it? kids? I'm within 10 pounds of it because I 15, recently 15, 10 heard, to 15. I don't remember. It depends. I don't remember where I heard this, but Maybe. I did recently hear that. I think that people try so hard, maybe because that's a thing, try to get back to their weight that they were when they graduated. But the thing that you have to remember is your body, you don't have the same body that you had when you graduated. You've had four kids. You right. have, right. I don't know how many years since you got <laughs> A long time. <laughs> I'm way beyond my 20 reunion. But, you know, like imagining like fitting back into the jeans, for example, right. that you yeah. fit in when you graduate. It's not going to happen. It could. You don't, you don't have the same type. Your body type is not the same. Mine's probably not that different. Mm. It could be. Mm. I actually do think I have a pair of silver jeans that was a pretty straight legs. I'm going to dig those bad boys out. I don't think I can finish quite now because when I graduated high school, I was around like 150, I think around there, 155 maybe. And so it's, there's like a five-year window, both plus and minus. It's I kind just of think your that range. an 18 year old's body compared to 40 year old's body. I mean, I'm, we're talking bone structure even is not the same as your what you were. Your bone structure doesn't change. After yes, 18. it does. Listen, Google it. How does it change? Because your you bone, were, you were younger. I know. I didn't push my you kids out had, my hips. You only had eight. So <laughs> they cut them out my belly. <laughs> you don't think having babies in your belly did anything to my bones? Probably not. You don't think so? No. I'm not a professional. I don't know. I wouldn't think so. In my mind. That I mean, your sense. bones are pretty like sturdy. Now, do like, I think that you're maybe like your ligaments or your muscles and stuff stretched out to be pregnant? Absolutely. But you can also work on getting that back, which we're going to have a, a guest that's going to talk about pelvic yep. floor health and kind of all that stuff. So you need to find a picture of you when you were 18. I will find a picture of me when I was 18. I don't think no matter what I do, I will never have that body again. You could fit into your jeans, though. Possibly. From then. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to find those jeans. I, I'm pretty sure that I've got real, them. I was real little. I mean, you're not very big anymore. You know, it could happen. We should. 
well, you know what? We'll make a TikTok about that. <laughs> <laughs> Kaylee and Sarah try on their like gold jeans from high school and see how that goes. It's like, am I there yet or am I not there yet? I don't really know. <laughs> I did have the dress that I wore to my graduation. I had it for a long time. Yeah. And like probably like a decade after I graduated, I think I wore it to a wedding. Nice. I don't have it anymore. Well, why not? I don't keep things. Well, you did for a long time. I, did. I kept that. And all of a sudden. I don't even have my wedding dress. Like I don't keep. Really? Nothing. Oh, you should come through my house. But then I'm always, the second I get rid of it, I need it. I don't ever and think then I'm about like, it oh, again. Well, that's why I don't, that's why I don't get rid of it. That's why I don't get rid of those extra screws that mm-hmm. came with that table. Because guess what? I'm going to need that screw. Nope. I get rid of everything. I like that. I wish I was more like that. It's a I, vibe. I like it. That's a minimalist thing that I totally need to get on board with because I've got too much. We got stuff. We got lots of stuff. I <laughs> just need to go through. <laughs> okay. So your journey after being skinny fat is now what? Now I realize there's a difference between being skinny and being healthy. I think the clock ran out on my skinny days. So if I wanted to continue <laughs> You're down like, that path, right. I was going to have to make some changes. And so you made them. That's where I'm at. I'm making them. That's true. That's getting true. There. I'm getting it's- there. It's just a habit changing is, which I know we did an episode about that last season. We should probably touch on that again. Yeah. It's it's a good one to always go back to. I mean, the key to all of this Mm -hmm. is if you can't change your habits. Yep. Put systems in place around those habits to keep them consistent. If you've been living a certain way for so long, I used to think because, you know, I grew up with ADHD. You grew up with it or you still have it? It doesn't go away. Okay. Unfortunately, that's the sad part. But unlike a lot, I think a lot of people now are are getting diagnosed as adults. I grew up with a diagnosis. I was on Ritalin. um, And I used to always think, I used to always think that it was a a learning problem, a school problem. I didn't do well in school because I had, you know, this ADHD. And I never really was aware that it was like a a life problem, that it was like, you're going to struggle with all of these things, not just learning at right. school. And so going into, I think I largely ignored it most of my twenties, most of my thirties, probably until recently where it's like, now I have to learn to accept that I do have ADHD and how do I recognize the parts of my life that it affects, accept it and learn to fix it, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Which is a whole nother thing. No, and that- <laughs> That's not, I mean, that is. The world's not made for neurodiverse people. The way that the world is designed is not made for people who don't think neurotypically. So, you know, I have to take everything and say, I struggle with this. You know, what do I need to, do I need to set a timer? Do I need to, what system do I need to have in place Mm -hmm. to get around this issue where it's, it's so hard because you grew up seeing everybody around you just being able to do it. Right. And I remember I used to, I remember I used to take showers as a kid and I used to think like, after today, I'll do better. Everything will be better. I'll be, I'll do good on my schoolwork. I will, you know, I'll be able to remember things. I'll be able to, I'm just going to make myself do it. And that's not the way that it works. Um, And then you would set yourself up for failure. So not until now at 37 years old, have I realized these are the things that I need to do. These are the systems that I need to put in place to be able to, and I can, I can do anything. ADHD is not mean I can't do anything. Right. 
You should have your own system. What that you, systems do I need to put into place yep. to be able to accomplish these yeah. things? Well, and systems help in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And everyone's system just looks different based right. on what works for and you. And that's what, what I realized. It's like, who is neurotypical? Because I don't really even think. I don't know if anyone's that's a neuro- thing. What, what it, <laughs> is anyone neurotypical? I don't think so. Like, how do you, I mean. I don't think so. I think everybody has all their got own. something. And if it's not like biological, it's trauma from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, you've got that yep. whole side of things yep. that are a part of everything too. Right. So, oh. so habit changing. I mean, that's what it comes down to is habit changing, for sure. um, habit building. That's been the key for me. I can't just be like, well, I'm going to wake up tomorrow. I'm going to drink a gallon of water. I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. I'm going to do a full workout. I'm going to, it's not the way that it works, no. you know? So I've had to just like pick little chunks, slowly build. And that's been the key for me. And there's a lot of times that happens though, where it's this all or nothing mentality when it comes specifically to health and wellness. And again, we, I mean, we hit on this in season one, but there is nothing else that you ever do in life where it's all or nothing. Yeah. Really? You know? Yeah. And with an ADHD mind is that you, I don't do things because if I can't do it fully, I mean, even like cleaning my house, if I can't do it top to bottom done in one day. You, you know, you do set it. these big lofty goals. Yeah. And if you can't accomplish that, which you can't. No. You can't. Right. And now you failed. Now you're a failure. And so I think a lot of people with ADHD in particular have lived with that feeling of failure. You know, I do a workout. It's hard because I can't do the workouts that I'm seeing online that other people are doing. Well, if I can't do that, I don't want to do it. I don't want anything to do with it. Yeah. So breaking those things down into smaller goals you know I'm not gonna lift like you probably (laughs) not today (laughs) or tomorrow but we might get there but it's frustrating when you want to do a thing um and you your brain gets so fixated on that thing and then you can't do it right so you just kind of like say no I'm just not gonna do any of it because why why even start then why why (laughs) why even start why even start I think a lot of people have can probably relate to that in a lot of different ways Mm -hmm. so it is key the systems yeah lifestyle changes, you know, recognizing too when you see this path and it's never too late to start. No, ever, nope. ever too late. To start. But we're going to dig out our gold jeans just for fun. Okay. Why not? Let's do it. We'll see how much I changed after carrying four kids. I mean, I don't have to actually have the jeans do it because I don't have those. Why? Because you get rid of some. <laughs> I pack rat. You have jeans that you had in high school? I think so. I think I've got one pair that I've always kept. They were silvers. And they were like the straight, you know, just like straight legs down. I'm I don't pretty have sure. jeans that I wore five years ago. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty sure I do. Only because they were that one pair that I kept that was like, okay, I, I felt good in them. Um, I mean, I could you know, probably were, find like the same size of jeans. But it's size six now, the same them. size six from. I well, I don't have them. So. Okay. Well, well, we'll have to figure <laughs> out something else then, I guess. So we'll just have to go from there. So, okay. So there's not really, I mean, I don't know that we can really rate this topic because no. it just is what it is. So I think it's, you know, um, you know I love yeah. talking about it because yeah. I think it's, I think it's good for people to hear and realize, you know, you're not alone and there's mm-hmm. a lot of different things that you can go do and, but that skinny fat really is a thing Yep, and that you can change it. Yep. You can be skinny and you can be unhealthy at the same time. Yeah. And that you have the power to, to be yeah. and choose whatever you want to oh, be. Oh, and one thing I wanted to add, what I thought about this earlier was that I recently heard somebody that I know has gone through some health problems lately and their doctor told them that the things that you do in your thirties and forties determine the way that you feel in your sixties and seventies, which was like, so it's not wow. Key time. Yeah. It's a key time for us. Huh? Well, I like that. 
there we go. I want to set myself up to be as capable as possible as I get older. Yep. For sure. So, all right, well, there we go. That is the topic for today and um, we'll end on that. So until next time. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to head over to our Instagram at Nacho Fitness Coach and let us know how you feel about the topic. Do you love it or hate it? Also, don't forget to hit that subscribe or follow button wherever you're listening. And if you like our podcast, leave us a rating. See you next time. You've been listening to Euphony Innovatives Sonified.